To everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me as we dive into the history behind some of the most beloved songs for every season. Seasons of celebration, seasons of gratitude, and seasons of anticipation, and more. In every episode, I'll explain the history of a well-known song, and then perform some of it for you. Copyright willing. My name is Michael D. Young, and today I'm going to discuss In the Garden. A spectator once described C. Austin Miles, the author of In the Garden, in these words. He looked like a southern colonel with his white mustache and a small flower in his lapel. His extraordinary sense of humor and dry wit could be very caustic if he thought the occasion demanded it. A truly brilliant man. Now that might sound a little more like someone who should be selling fried chicken than writing religious songs. But this particular song he wrote has become an enduring favorite among Christian congregations ever since he brought it to life. More than a million printed and recorded copies have been sold, both in the United States and abroad. Now, Mr. Miles did not start off his professional career as a musician. (laughs) Something quite different. He first attended the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy and the University of Philadelphia to become a pharmacist. But he finally decided that that just wasn't for him. Shortly after leaving school, he published a gospel song for the Hall Mac Company and went to work for them as an editor and then as a manager for the next 37 years, and he composed some songs of his own. He said, It is as a writer of gospel songs I am proud to be known, for in that way I may be of most use to my master, whom I serve willingly, although not as efficiently as is my desire. According to his great-granddaughter, So let's talk about In the Garden, specifically. There's a very interesting story, and it has to do with another one of his hobbies. And according to his great-granddaughter, it was in a cold, dreary, and leaky basement in Pittman, New Jersey, that didn't even have a window in it, let alone a view of a garden in which this song was written. So how did it come to be? He was an avid photographer, so he had his own darkroom in his basement. He would often read the Bible in the red light of his darkroom while he waited for the photos he had taken to develop. He would think up ideas for songs based on what he was reading in the Bible. It was during one of these sessions in 1912 that he was reading in the book of John chapter 20, where it talks about Mary Magdalene coming to the garden tomb of Jesus Christ. She first finds him missing and then is heartbroken, but then finds that he has risen and is overjoyed. The song he wrote imagines coming to the garden tomb where Jesus had been buried and meeting the resurrected Savior yourself and then spending some one-on-one time with him before having to go back out into the normal world. It was a deeply personal application of the scripture. He said of this song, This is not an experience limited to a happening almost 2,000 years ago. It is the daily companionship with the Lord that makes up the Christian life. He wrote the musical setting for his own words that very night, and the song first gained widespread popularity during the Billy Sunday evangelical campaigns, where it was played. And then it has been recorded by a variety of artists such as Johnny Cash, the Statler Brothers, and even Brad Paisley. You can also still hear it in many a Sunday worship service or at a funeral. And so I will present it in its entirety today. 
I come to the garden alone, while the dew is still on the roses, and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing, and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. I'd stay in the garden with him, though the night around me be falling. But he bids me go, though the voice of woe is voice to me, is calling. And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever Thank you for listening. May music fill this in every season of your life.